I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com coming to you from the BOK Center in Tulsa, where Arkansas unfortunately took one on the chin today. 88-66 loss, first loss of the season uh, for Arkansas at the hands of the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, but I got to tell you, it's not really what I expected. It wasn't pretty. Uh, a, a tough afternoon for the Razorbacks. You know, the, the Sooners, quite honestly, and, and Eric Musselman verified this after the game, they were tougher, uh, more physical, and, and quite honestly, I, I thought they played together uh, at a higher rate on both ends of the floor than Arkansas did. Um, you know, it was 13 to nothing before you could even blink. Oklahoma came out and threw the first punch. It was a haymaker. Uh, I think that was about three minutes and 13 seconds in. They had taken that 13 to nothing lead. Uh, felt like Arkansas settled in just a bit. They went on the 8-0 run, hit a couple three-pointers that I thought softened up that Oklahoma defense a little bit. Uh, but they just could never really quite get over that hump. Uh, one thing that really hurt the Razorbacks, particularly in the first half, was three-point defense. It's something that we've seen uh, a number of times throughout the course uh, of the young season so far. I think Oklahoma was 8 of 12 or, or 8 of 13 in the first half. So while Arkansas did make a little bit of a dent, they started to figure some things out uh, in terms of scoring the basketball. They had a hard time guarding it in that first half, got down by as many as 15. And, and quite honestly, uh, the offense was disjointed. But Devo Davis, and, and don't get me wrong, he was forcing some shots there in the first half, absolutely. Uh, but he almost had to because it seemed like nobody else could really get anything going. Um, he had a couple big threes. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about his overall game in a minute. Uh, but he kind of kept Arkansas in it, and then they got a spurt right there at the end of the first half, kind of cut back into that lead, uh, cut it to six points, 39 to 33. And, and quite honestly, it felt like Arkansas had some momentum going into the half. It was a minor miracle, in my opinion, that they were as close as they were at halftime uh, after just not really playing that well. You know, they gave up twice as many threes in the first half as they made. They got doubled up on the offensive glass. It wasn't a significant margin, four to two, six to three, something like that. Uh, they shot 26% less from the field than Oklahoma did in the first half. And, and you're only down six points and you think, man, if Arkansas just kind of starts to play uh, up to their potential, they could really get back in this thing. Uh, and, and you honestly felt all right about where they were, come out after the break and another slow start. Oklahoma comes right out uh, they're focused. They're the ones that are re-energized. Um, you know, Arkansas picks up four fouls and they, they lose three cutters uh, in the course of the first 69 seconds uh, of the second half. All of a sudden, Oklahoma puts an 11-2 run on them. They extend that lead out to 15 and it's not looking so great. I'll give Arkansas credit for showing some resolve. They battled back. Uh, they started to dig their heels in, get some stops defensively. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Things opened up offensively too. Oklahoma's backing off Jalen Williams a little bit, almost daring him to shoot. Uh, and he wasn't taking a lot of those looks. He was trying to thread the needle, uh, had some turnovers on some tough passes there. And, and Musselman opted to go with Stanley Amude at the five and play small ball. That really opened up the spacing on the floor and, and Amude didn't play great by any means, 
but it opened things up. They started to get some things going offensively. They were switching everything defensively, and, and they held Oklahoma, uh, held them down for a pretty good chunk uh, of that middle section of the second half and clawed back into things, got some big shots, uh, a couple big dunks. Next thing you know, you look up, it's 57-54. Arkansas cut it to three and forces a timeout. And, you, and again, you think, all right, this, this team's, it, it's clicked now. They flipped the switch. Uh, they're going to get this game under control, come out of the break. Uh, and Arkansas could never get over that hump. You know, they had some unforced uh, turnovers. They turned one over. It's like they got a rebound, a uh, defensive rebound, and turned it over right there. Uh, that, that's a tough place, 94 feet away from your own rim. Uh, to do that, gave up a layup. Uh, Devo had just kind of an unforced, just kind of lost the handle of a dribble. Uh, that went the other way. J.D. Note was, was driving the paint, uh, just kind of fell down, turned into a loose ball, went the other way, Oklahoma's ball. It was little things like that. And then the three-point defense reared its head again. Oklahoma puts another run on, knocked down a couple threes, and, and it kind of avalanched from there at that point. You know, Arkansas gets down. The game's probably decided. I think there's about three and a half minutes left. Eric Musselman, uh, frustrated, he gets a technical foul, uh, really gets after the official. He was fired up. He gets tossed from the game. Uh, Oklahoma makes their free throws. They, they kind of pour it on, build it up to over a 20-point lead. So um, it's tough. You know, I, I mean, a silver lining in the game, I said we talked about it, Devo Davis, career high, 26 points, uh, 9 of 21 shooting. That, that's a lot of shots. I think for Devo, but, but he had to at times uh, because other guys just, just seemed a little bit out of it today. It was good to see him hit four of eight three-pointers, and, and not all of those were great shots, but he was knocking them down uh, for a team that starved for some three-point shooting to see him knock some down uh, maybe gives you a little bit of confidence moving forward. But as a team, you know, just looking at some of the numbers here, uh, you know, Arkansas shot 34% of the, from the field. They allowed 55% shooting from Oklahoma. Uh, they shot 29% on threes. Oklahoma shot 59%. They made 13 of 22. And when you, you, when you play good teams, uh, that's going to come back to bite you. And, and you can get away with it uh, against some, some of the lesser competition they played in, in a few of those home games. Uh, but it gets exposed when you start playing better teams. And that's why I think this is an important game for Arkansas. You know, they were out-rebounded for the first time this season, 36-29. to 29, uh, 10 assists for the Razorbacks and 14 turnovers, uh, just really a, an uncharacteristic and, and, and overall poor performance. You know, Eric Musselman, hey, listen, he said it. These aren't my words. This is the worst individual defensive game he's seen since he got to Arkansas. And, and I have to agree. Uh, it felt like they were a step slow and, and a half rotation behind the entire game, whether that was defending the man one-on-one -on -one and keeping him out of the paint uh, or cutting off penetration or rotating out to the three-point line or recovering on a pick and pop, you name it, and it seemed like they were just a half step slow throughout the course of the game. And Oklahoma really made them pay, and, and quite honestly, it's not an Oklahoma team that lights it up offensively. They were averaging 73, 74 points per game coming in. They had 88 today and, and just absolutely shot the cover off the ball uh, and then held Arkansas down to 66. as an Arkansas team that, despite not shooting well from three, has been scoring well over 80 points per game the last several games. Uh, sharing the basketball, over 200 passes in four straight games, well over 50% from the field, took a, a pretty sizable step back today. Um, you know, big picture, listen, it's early. It is. It's still a very long season. They haven't even started conference play. Maybe in the long run, it's a good thing 
that something like this happened today. Um, but but listen, it's a missed opportunity, and it, you know I've talked about it, and and it's it's been well versed over the course of this past week. There's been a lot of talk and a lot of chatter uh, about this Arkansas team, despite being undefeated. Questions about the strength of schedule, are they for real? They haven't passed the eye test. Uh, and you know the coaches and the players have heard about it and it's frustrating uh, to hear those things. And they had a, a chance really to silence the critics today against Oklahoma. And, and if anything, to be perfectly honest, they kind of validated a lot of the concerns that people had about them. You know, I think it would have been one thing uh, to really battle you know, and lose a close game in neutral side against a Big 12 team. All right, whatever. Uh, but to lose by 22, and to play a game where they never had the lead, uh, that, was, that was a pretty emphatic beating that Arkansas took today. And you know now the question is, how do they respond? I think it's going to be a long week of practice, uh, getting ready for this Hofstra game in, in North Little Rock next week. It's finals week at Arkansas, so they don't have a midweek game, so they're going to have to sit on this and uh, you know, let it, let it kind of marinate a little bit, because I, I don't think this is one that you can just flush down the toilet. They're going to have to learn from it and get better from it. And, you know, historically, it's something that you would think a Razorback team, an Eric Musselman coach team could do. You know, I asked Devo after the game, you know, Arkansas took a couple of really bad losses last year. Uh, you think about LSU and, and Alabama, those two games on the road, they needed those to really turn things around uh, and, and start what was, I think, a magical run from that point. Uh, maybe Arkansas needed that wake up call. Maybe this can kind of give them more of a sense of urgency. I, I'll tell you one thing that it does is it takes some pressure off of them. Us has talked about that throughout the course of the season so far, uh, that it's a little bit different when you're highly ranked and you're undefeated, the target's on your back, and that's something they haven't been used to. Uh, well, the target is no longer on your back. If anything, Arkansas was humbled today against Oklahoma, and maybe that can give them a, a renewed sense of urgency put a chip back on the shoulder because I think that's when these, these Eric Musselman coach teams play their best and, and we know that they're going to evolve over the course of the season. They do have some things to work out personnel wise. You know, they, they started Connor Vanover, uh, played him four minutes, the matchups didn't work. We know that's going to happen, but they were six deep from that point, you know, likes and Stanley Mude off the bench and, and then rode the rest of the starters the entire game. Um, I, think, I think KK and Trey Way got in for like 2.5 seconds at the end of the first half. Uh, in an effort to avoid any further foul trouble. Uh, but, you know, we know that Musselman likes a short rotation, but you would like uh, somebody, anybody, to kind of step up and provide more of a spark, especially when a number of those guys uh, aren't really bringing you a lot of consistency right now. Devo has been pretty consistent. Uh, a little bit of an off day for J.D. Note still at 13 points, but you kind of know what you're getting there. Jalen Williams for the most part. Uh, but, you know, Audis Tony, it's a couple games now where you haven't really gotten his best performance. Stanley Mude has been up and down. Chris Likes has been up and down. So, you know, if, if you don't have consistency from some of your key guys and you're not going very deep into the bench, it, it kind of lends itself to some concerns. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens uh, over the course of this next week at practice and then moving on into these upcoming games. They've got two more tests before SEC play begins right after Christmas. And they've got to figure some things out between now and then. And, you know, must must said after the game, like, hey, I don't, I don't foresee having to make any starting lineup changes or anything like that yet, but they have to learn from the things that are causing them trouble right now and, and improve. So, uh, look, no way to sugarcoat it. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't a great performance. 
Uh, Arkansas is obviously going to take a drop in the rankings after this. They took a drop last week and they didn't even lose a game. So, uh, you know, probably a, a pretty steep drop, I would imagine. Uh, but again, it's early. And this is a talented group. They've got to get all the pieces fit together. Um, we'll see what they make of it. But going to be a little bit of a long drive back from Tulsa today. Uh, you know, disappointed. Expected a better performance and, and a better overall game, quite honestly. But that's college basketball, man. Sometimes you never know. Uh, stay the course. Hey, a team's still 9-1. and one. Uh, Like I said, haven't even begun conference play. So, so a lot to work on. A lot of improvements to make. Never bet against Eric Musselman and, and a Razorback basketball team. But... Uh, we're going to dive into, you know, kind of the first 10 games and the sample size and, and really see what we can draw conclusion-wise from that over the course of the week. I'm going to be back with a Hog Hoops Live episode sometime midweek uh, to really take some questions and, and dive deeper and break down what we've seen so far, what this team does well, what they need to do a lot better uh, if they're going to reach the goals that they set for themselves, which are rightfully pretty lofty. But anyway, appreciate you guys as always. Hang in there. Never fun to lose but they're going to be all right. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.